All you scaredy cats and kittens, and welcome to the Two Scaredy Cats podcast, where we talk about all things strange, unusual, and paranormal. We're your hostess with the mostest. I'm Stacy, and I'm Kara. So, Kara, um, I guess we have our vacation coming up here uh, any day now. We're going to be heading out of the country to yep. the beautiful Caribbean island of uh, the Dominican Republic. So that'll be fun. Uh, so it is in the Caribbean. I wasn't sure if it yeah, was. Yeah, it's in the Caribbean. So that'll be fun and exciting. But did you hear, I came across an interesting story. It has nothing to do with our trip or anything, but I came across this story (laughs) of a um, guy and this lady, they were in Colorado and they were vacationing there and they're, um, they like did an Airbnb and they were sitting in a hot tub that's like flat with the ground, you know, and they were enjoying their evening when a mountain lion came out of nowhere and bit the guy in the head. I guess it thought it was some type of prey or something. And oh. yeah. And then it like wandered off and they haven't been able to find the, um, the lion, the lion that did this to him or whatever. So I thought that was pretty crazy to think that, you know, just sitting in your hot tub, enjoying life and the, the mountain lion comes and tries to chew your head off. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen to us on vacation. Yeah, hopefully right. wildlife does not get too crazy. Uh, the only thing I, we probably have to worry about are monkeys at this point monkeys they if have monkeys that. there if even that did you that, see a monkey might... last time you were there i did i got the whole remember i got a what? picture of one on my head yes i want to see a monkey well they probably will have them at the resort and you can even have a photo with it if you want i want a photo with the. this is funny so you know how savannah's like loves yeah. all animals the one animal she despises are monkeys no really stop yeah she hates them really i think they're cute <laughs> yes. now i do not like i think they're spiders cool. and snakes but ugh. But a monkey? Because we were watching that movie, um, Hangover. The second one, I think he has a monkey. Okay, yes. Yes, the monkey He has helps. a pet monkey, yeah. and Savannah was like, God, I hate monkeys so much. <laughs> They're evil. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh, uh, that's funny, because I would have thought that would have been, like, been one of the ones that she likes more than some Yeah, do you the think they ones. steal your money when you're not they looking? They do, especially <laughs> in um, some of the other, like, in, really? yeah, in, like, uh, Egypt and stuff like that. They have monkeys that run around in their pickpocket monkeys. That's scary. Yeah, I know. All right. So wow. let's see. This week, it looks like uh, you're going first. So what do you have for us this week? So we are going to be talking about the Bermuda Triangle, which is funny enough in the Caribbean. Yeah, where we're going. I know. Um, yeah, we're going to be flying over the Bermuda Triangle. So hopefully nothing bad happens. Yep, hopefully. I thought it'd be funny to cover it since we're literally flying over it soon. Yep. Um, so the Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle, is an area of the ocean claimed to have a lot of mysterious disappearances and other unusual activity. Hmm. Um, the actual dimensions of the triangle have been up for debate, and it's kind of dis- differ- different based on the news article you read, because some of them... One of them like includes like the Irish coast, which is very unusual. Wait a minute, that's not part not of the... Anywhere yeah. near where no, exactly. the, the Bermuda Triangle is supposed to be. Yeah, that's weird. Which, typically what you think of is uh, it's connected by Miami, Florida, Bermuda, mm-hmm. which is where it gets the name, and then San Jose, Puerto Rico. 
Puerto Rico, so really. So like the line. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Which is near where we're going, I think. Yeah. That's where Dad and I, when we went on our cruise, we uh, were out of Puerto Rico. That's where oh. we picked up our boat was in Puerto Rico and then took it all around the Caribbean. Yeah. It was re- first referred to as the Bermuda Triangle in 1964 by Vincent Gaddis in the pulp magazine Argosy. And he claimed that uh, Flight 19, which we'll talk about soon, and other disappearances were a pattern of strange occurrences that happened in this area. Huh. Um, one of the first reports of strange occurrences in the area were <laughs> was actually by Christopher Columbus when he sailed to discover the United States. What happened that. <laughs> that he claimed it was weird? Um, so when he was specifically in that area, cause he did like travel a good amount, he, there were reports that he was having issues with his compass, not port- pointing. Oh yeah. That's way. one thing they say that happens um, in the, like your compass gets yeah in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. That's yeah. something that's kind of, it messes right. with your, uh, where you're going. Yeah. Things that track where you are. And it's, he also noted that there was a strange light in the sky. Oh, oh a strange light too. Interesting. So we're talking yeah. aliens too, and then just unusual weather in that area. But that's but kind that, of I was gonna say that's normal. That, as we know, say. that's not super unusual. The other things were a little yeah. strange, and that he specifically stated in that area, well, especially all the way back in. then, to say that there was a strange light in the sky. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about some of the disappearances that are famous. Um, the USS Cyclops in March of 1918, the U.S. Army's biggest ship disappeared without a trace. Huh. The ship had 309 men on it, and so usually with shipwrecks or disappeared ships, they will find some sort of identifier, like, even if it's just something small, like, pieces of the ship or something, or, like, cork bobbers or something like that. Um, So the U.S. Navy actually made a statement about it, and they said, the disappearance of this ship has been one of the most baffling mysteries in the annals of the Navy. All attempts to locate her having proved unsuccessful huh so even they were like this is not weird and this was the time around 1918 was like around the first world war so that was originally one of the things was maybe it got shot down or um, bombed like or something shot not bought or underwater what is it oh, submarine attacked uh, it they thought that could have been it but then it was proven that there was no um activity in that area activity in the area uh, okay. that would have led to that huh. Um, but then in December, uh, so we're going to talk about Flight 19. So in December 5th, 1945, five U.S. Navy Avengers took off from a base in Florida for a routine training mission. And the tower suddenly received unusual radio messages from the pilots that they had reported that they were lost and everything looked unusual and they could not figure out where they were. Huh. Um, so a rescue plane was dispatched, but eventually that also lost hmm. um, contact with the radio tower. And, like, none of these were ever found hmm. today. Like Still missing? Which is very weird. Huh. Yeah. Um, witchcraft, which was a name of a boat. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Boat. That's a weird name, but okay. I know. I was like, what an unusual. It's basically like a yacht. So on oh, December 22nd, okay. 1967, near Miami, a yacht left the Miami Yacht Marina called an, uh, it called it an SOS because it hit something and was wanting a tow. They weren't, like, very distressed about it. They were just kind of like, hey, we need someone to come tow us. And so it's like, okay, so specifically this type of boat that was built was claimed to be unsinkable. <laughs> hmm. 
which you know, as we know, yeah, wasn't true. the Titanic supposed to be unsinkable? Yeah, it or was. Something like that. Yes, it was. And look what happened. <laughs> so it. we all know that that's you know that not a true funny. statement. Yeah, the two on board were only a mile offshore where this happened. They weren't even that Just far a from mile. Land. They were yes. Not, yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. unusual. So yeah. when the rescue boat went, or like the rescue, uh, you know, like the coast guards went to go right. check out the call and find where they mm-hmm. were, um, there was no sign of the boat at all, and. Hmm. The Coast Guard was like, oh, that's weird. So they combed the area, obviously, because they weren't that far from land. So they really couldn't have been that far off. But they were never found again. It was just gone. Just kind of wild. So another interesting thing about this area is... There are things called ghost ships that appear. And no, it's not. Yeah. Not a ship that's a ghost, but... Um, they are ships that are found floating with no one on them. Yep. So during a seven-year survey, the U.S. Hydrographic Survey documented 1,600 ghost ships floating at sea. With 1,600? In just like that area. Isn't that a crazy amount? That is insane amount. Yeah, that's nuts. For over like seven years. That's like And nobody ever wonders amount. why there's so many ghost ships and where are all the people that should be on these ships. Yeah, like where did these people go? They were right. just like completely abandoned ships, to? basically. No, that's weird. I huh. thought that ta- fact was like really insane. I was like, I didn't realize there was that many out there. Right. So here are some of the theories, quote unquote. Unpredictable weather, which as we all know that the Caribbean is in the Gulf of Mexico or near the Gulf of Mexico, which is a huge area where the tropical storms like to come in. Mm-hmm. So that's could be one of the factors like a lot of these are like crazy weather can happen like crazy waves and stuff and hurricanes another theory is the unusual magnetic fields that we talked about earlier right yeah so magnetic north and actual north line up perfectly in this area so it can mess with your your radar and all that kind of that and what compasses because it uses it tracks the magnetic field huh that's weird so that's one thing that could have happened. We don't know. And then, obviously, the most popular, the most sane theory is aliens. <laughs> yep, aliens came in and got It was obviously aliens, because there have been people re- that reported spotting UFOs. Especially, there was apparently, like, a cruise ship recently um, uh-huh. that saw, it, that had filmed some UFOs they found. It was, like, Carnival Cruise, I believe. There's, like, footage of really? it, too. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Um, and then, <laughs> this is the most sane theory. <laughs> Charles Burlut, uh claims that Atlantis was actually a victim of the Bermuda Triangle, and all of the people who go missing are actually now in Atlantis. <laughs> okay, with the Mer people. Got yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yep. Uh-huh. I was like, I oh, that's... That. I just thought that was, that was so f- such a funny <laughs> little quote. Yeah, that is kind of funny. But yeah, that's... But I didn't think Atlantis was in the Bermuda. I thought that it was more uh, north and more east. Well, no one knows where Atlantis is, Mm -hmm. I thought. They don't, but there's (laughs) speculation about where it might be. But I didn't know it was in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle. Well, anyways, that is what I have on the Bermuda Triangle. There's obviously a lot of, there's a lot of other disappearances and stuff, but there's just Mm -hmm. like, a lot of them follow the similar thing where a lot of people go missing or a lot of them are also um, around. Didn't weather. Amelia um, Earhart's plane? Get that was another here? thing. I don't think it's there though, because I oh. I was like curious, and then I saw someone say that the Mary Celeste, but I looked it up, and the Mary Celeste was not in the Bermuda area. No, it wasn't. Because I remember I, thought, I did a story on that. 
Didn't you? Yeah. I thought that was... Because I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And then I looked it up and I was like, why was this in this yeah, article? because people try to mush together yeah, things like that bait. aren't true. Yeah, And then exactly. I saw another article about some fake news article about like a plane that landed and then it went away because it was time traveled or something silly i don't know it was weird but that's what i found that was real all right interesting yeah meanwhile we're about ready to go there in less than three days there are also a lot of shipwrecks in the bermuda triangle too obviously thank god we're not gonna be on a ship yeah i think it'd be cool though to i want to see like a shipwreck i think it'd be cool to like swim Mm -hmm. in one uh yeah okay that might be cool but i don't want to see a ghost ship because that's not good yeah well ghost ships are different than an actual sunken ship no i know they are they are i think one of the i don't know that we have one available to us like a a tour when we go but i know like in mexico there's lots of them down there like sunken ships and stuff that you can go and uh, scuba dive down to and stuff and check out which is kind of cool yeah, that is pretty cool. I heard that it's all there's a snorkeling reef, apparently, mm-hmm. that you can snorkel yeah, in. Yeah, there is. You'll find parts of a ghost ship. <laughs> yeah, okay. You might have better luck finding gold <laughs> at this point, gold tokens from the pirates than you will a ghost ship. But hey. Yeah, you never know. Okay, so this week I'm doing mine on a couple of mythical creatures that can be found in the Dominican Republic. We thought we'd uh, do a whole podcast this time around about um, water and, you know, different uh, creatures and stuff that you can find in the um, Caribbean. So I'm running with this one. So the first one that I'm going to talk (laughs) about is called the albaca. Now, an albaca is a mythical creature native to the Dominican Republic. When someone makes a pact with the devil, a baca is conjured to make sure that the person goes through with their end of the bargain. In some myths, he is a dog creature from hell with red eyes and made of hellfire. In other more scarier stories about him, he is a domesticated animal like a cow or a chicken that will feed on the soul of the human that comes across their path. And the weird thing is that it will only, you can only see this Baca creature at, at certain times of the day. And those certain times are apparently at noon, sundown, or at three in the morning, which is kind of funny because some of these hours all have to do with like the devil and demons and stuff. But that's apparently when the Baca will make an appearance. Now, Bacas can be inherited which is kind of crazy. So that basically means that when a person who makes this deal with a Baca dies, the Baca will be passed on then to their children. And if they don't have any children, then their next of kin inherits the Baca. And so basically they're indebted to this Baca and they need to keep it, appease it and keep it happy with like blood offerings and stuff like that. And if you don't keep and appease the Baca, then they will make your life miserable and you will not end up being wealthy or have lots of money. Bacchus are tied to the land that they are inherited on or made to be on, if that makes sense. So they can only, they can be passed on with the property. So you can be somebody, you know, say you're in the Dominican Republic and you want to buy a, a vacation home and you happen to buy a property that has a baca attached to it. Apparently that baca is now yours and you know, you get to deal with the baca. So the, the bacas are attached to the property and that's how they usually get passed on to people also, if it wasn't one that you inherited. So the next time you're thinking of buying land in the Dominican Republic, you might want to make sure there's no bacas attached or make sure that you know, nothing strange has been happening um, in that area. 
So bakas um, are evil creatures conjured by people to get a wealth or property for themselves. It is thought that when suddenly somebody comes wealthy, it probably means that they have conjured up a baka. So if you're walking around and all of a sudden your neighbors, you know, walking around with loads of money and has fancy jewelry and cars and clothes, your most bets are on that they have uh, conjured up a baka for themselves. The baka is known to also take the form of a black cat, dog, a bull, and sometimes other animals. Once you conjure the baka, the baka they can be very demanding um, of your time and energy. These creatures expect great sacrifices from you in exchange for helping make you wealthy. And these types of things that they expect from you can be human sacrifice, you know, to um, other kinds of uh, ways of appeasing these creatures. So that's what I have about the Baka. Now, the other creature that I want to talk about, and it's like, sounds like a pretty cool creature, is um, called the Moon Gazer. And this creature is only seen seen during a full moon. Um, it's described as a very tall man with very long, long, long legs, like ten, eight or ten feet long. And he is said to be very muscular and will either be dark complected or he will be very pale in complexion. Now, in some instances, the only way that you can see him is by seeing his shadow, and it can be seen. Um, by the light of the full moon. Now, the moon gazer is also said to terrorize rural villages and small towns by standing, he'll stand with one leg on either side of the road and um, kind of like straddling it, okay, at nighttime. And if you um, try and pass under the moon gazer, he will snap his legs together and strangle you. It is said that he stands unmoving, straddling the road. And as a victim approaches him, he slaps his legs shut, squeezing them to death. His only warning to his victims is a spine-tingling whistle, which he makes right before he will trap you. Um, also, with the moon gazer creature, you can only see him when there's a full moon out. So if there's not a full moon, the chances of you seeing him are probably uh, not very good. They also say that a lot of times people don't realize they're in the presence of the moon gazer, that they think they'll see like a shadow and they'll assume that it's his a lamp shadow, like, you know, like a, a lamp shadow, like an outdoor lamp, instead of actually being the legs of the uh, moon gazer about ready to snap you or, you know, strangle you. And What the heck? <laughs> so, Yeah. I hope we find this guy. <laughs> oh, I know. He the sounds kind of cool. I wonder if there's a full moon while we're there. But anyway, these are a couple of creatures that the people in the Dominican Republic believe in, worry about, and make sure they don't come across if they can avoid it at all costs. And so, the next full moon's on April 6th. No, two days. Oh, two days. I know. So wait, we leave when? The 9th? We leave on Eighth. the Saturday. So it's that's a Thursday. It's two days okay. late. I know. Well... But it's still going to be pretty full. But yeah, we probably won't see one then. Oh, apparently it's but, a pink moon. Oh, that sounds cool. Too bad we won't be there to take pictures of the pink moon over the ocean. I know. That would be really Yeah, do you neat. see but the anyway. um, sun on the beach from where we are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I wasn't, you know nice. how like Florida, you don't see the sun rise or whatever? Yeah, but you do there. I know. So probably because it's on the flip side, right? Because we're on the opposite. Yeah, okay. we're on, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're closer Florida. to the equator and all that. Yeah, 
closer and closer to the equator. So, anyway. Oh, and Karen and I have started watching, I don't know if anybody else watches this or not, have been starting to watch the series called uh, Yellow Jackets yeah. on Showtime. It's so that good. If you, yeah, if you have not seen this show or have been contemplating seeing it, I highly recommend it. It's very good. And right up our, like, right up the, our alley with a lot of paranormal kind of Yeah, it talks about uh, flight stuff. crashes. Which we talked yeah, about today. Just, yeah, <laughs> just like right what we're gonna, you know, be on a plane. So we, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'm like, this is a horrible that. thing for us to be watching. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and be we so fly. invested in, and we're gonna I be because like, they, I think they were found in Vancouver, which was like in Canada technically. Canada, yeah, I know. Which is, well, thank God we're not going that way. We're going south, but still, I'm like, ooh. I mean, that's it's not crazy. good if we're <laughs> we crash land into a different country. <laughs> no, I know, but still, it's all crazy. Hopefully we don't crash into the Bermuda because then we're never coming back and we might be living with We the might aliens. live in Atlantis. We're going to be living yeah, in Atlantis. Uh, yeah, we can Remember? hang out with the Merc people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You never know. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's all we have for you guys this week. We'll be fresh back from our vacation and we'll have a, a couple of new stories for you guys next time we meet back up. So, And if we don't see, here, talk to you guys before then, I hope everybody has a happy Easter. Um, and you know, stay healthy, take care of each other. Yep. And if you enjoyed our podcast today, follow us on Instagram at Two Scaredy Cats Podcast. And please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps the show get discovered. And tune in in two weeks for a new episode. And to all our scaredy cats and kittens out there, remember, curiosity didn't kill these two scaredy cats. Thank you.